0: Hello and welcome to episode 248 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I have a special episode for you. I have just returned from a week's worth of vacation time, doing a big road trip with the family, and I am sharing my travel hacks. So if you struggle with vacation time, going away, traveling for work as a time where it's really hard to stick to your plans and it ends up getting in the way of reaching your goals, then today's episode is for you. I'm going to share how I approach this, what my tips are after years of having to figure this out. Like everything, figuring out how to manage traveling while also managing your weight is just a set of skills. It just involves learning different skills, trying out some different skills and seeing which ones you like in order to find the method that actually really works for you. As you've heard me talk about on this podcast, the more that we talk about weight from a skill-based approach, meaning it's not a mystery, it's not some big thing that you just kind of try the one thing that people say is right and hope that it's going to work for you. It's just a set of skills. Any obstacle you encounter is something that you just need to develop skills around I love thinking about it this way because we as physicians are really good at building skills. We have like mad skills in a lot of really challenging areas. And if you start to view the areas that you feel really frustrated around in your weight and eating as, okay, there's just a skill gap here. I just have to figure out how am I going to learn this skill? It takes a lot of the pressure off. It makes it feel better. So this is one skill that I'm sharing with you. Two weeks ago, I shared the skill of how do you manage portion control differently? Because the big thing I want you to take away from listening to any of these episodes is, it's not just about let's just hang on for dear life and do it the way we've always tried to do it. Yes, let's build these skills, but let's build them in a way where they really work for you, where they feel good, where you enjoy what you're doing. That's what we talked about last week in the podcast is talking about a values-based approach for weight loss. That it doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to mean you give up everything you've ever loved in order to be successful in your weight loss. In fact, those things probably get in your way of being successful. Let's do weight loss differently. That's what I teach you how to do inside this podcast and what I do in a more in-depth detail, more personalized manner for the members of my coaching program, Thrive Academy for Physicians. Now, I wanted to share with you this topic. I did a Facebook Live inside the free Facebook group for physicians called Thriving as a Physician. And so you may want to head over there, request access to the group. You can find a Facebook Live on this topic, as well as other topics like motivation, recovering from overeating, All different topics in there. It's a way of getting extra support beyond what I can offer through the podcast. So head over to Facebook, search for Thriving as a Physician Facebook group. You'll need to confirm that you are a physician in order to get access. And then once you're there, you can check out all the videos that I've done for you inside. Okay, let's talk about vacationing. I can tell you vacationing used to be such a struggle. Like I would feel like I had been good quote unquote for weeks leading up to the vacation often because there's that idea of I want to look good on this vacation or be healthy and I would feel like okay I'm building momentum it's good and then I'd go on the vacation or I would do the trip for work and then I'm like I'm totally back to square one like how does everything disappear so quickly And one of the biggest things is because, number one, I hadn't built the skill. Nobody told me (laughs) that this was a skill. It was just kind of handed to you in weight loss like, oh, just you should be able to just stick to your diet when you're on vacation. Yeah, but it's different because there's a lot of different things when you're away from home. Your schedule is different. The access to food is different. The social situations you're in are different. The temptations are different. There are skills that you need to build for this. It's not just a matter of just go on vacation and hang on for willpower, though I tried. And tell me if this is how it works for you is I tried. I tried the willpower thing and then partway through, maybe not even partway through, maybe a couple days into the vacations, I'd be like, screw this. I'll just figure it out when I get home. And it wasn't then that I would just eat normally and enjoy some extra things. I would just eat all the things as much as I wanted, in ways I would normally not eat them at all, and come home feeling not physically great, feeling like I gained a lot of weight, feeling like a failure, honestly, and then I'd have to try and sort it out. And so going on vacation created these huge swings in my weight and in my weight loss journey that may take weeks for me to sort out and get myself back on track. So figuring this out as a skill, just like any of the other skills I teach you in this podcast was really important in building consistency. Now that doesn't mean when I go on vacation that I am perfect and I only touch salads. If I wanted to do that, I can teach you the skills on how you would do that, absolutely. I tend to eat different foods than I normally would when I'm on vacation and enjoy some different things, but I have skills to just get back to the normal once I get home, that really works for me. So. Going into this, I don't want you to think, oh, okay, well, if I follow this, I'm never gonna be allowed to have anything fun on vacation, but what about when I travel to there and they have that special thing that you can only get there and I guess I'm gonna have to say no to it. That's often what we do to ourselves and it's not really fair because yes, managing your weight might be really important to you, but also living your life and enjoying your life, including traditions and special things that you look forward to on vacation is part of enjoying your life. And we need to figure out how to fit them into the managing the weight piece, too, in order for it to be symbiotic (laughs) and cohesive. And so it doesn't feel like the two are warring with each other. I think sharing this topic after this particular trip is a really good one. And I've actually done episodes about travel while on this trip. About once a year, we do some sort of similar trip where it's a long road trip, lots of driving everybody in the car <laughs> and going to fairly small communities meaning not as much selection as what i would be used to staying in a hotel so we don't have access to cooking and making our own food very easily and so it actually presents a lot of challenges and i've had to really work through and figure out how do i want to manage those challenges to enjoy the trip but also then feel fairly good physically and feel good on the other side when i get home So the first tip that I have for you is upfront, when you know you're going to go on a trip, start with deciding what that trip is going to look like from a weight or eating standpoint. So you get to decide, right? You can choose to have a vacation where you eat everything that comes in front of you. If you want to have something, you have it. That's totally your option, If you choose to eat that way on vacation, it just means when you get home, it might take longer for you to get back to where you were. You can choose to have a vacation where you don't eat any extras and you really stay focused on your goals and you really stay focused on the healthy food. That's an option too. And if you do that, it means that on your vacation, there's going to be more stuff you say no to. And there might be more of that skill that you need to put in place of the wanting to have something and saying no to it. Or... You can choose the middle ground, which is what I do, where in general, you try to support yourself with the foods that work well for you, where you're eating generally healthy, but you recognize that on vacation, there's probably a few extras compared to what you would normally eat and you really enjoy them and then you move on. But making this decision up front is really, really important. It's easy to not think about the vacation, especially if you have a bad history with them. It can be really easy to almost purposely ignore it, hoping that you don't have to think about it or deal with it because of that fear that if you look at it head on, you're going to tell yourself you're not allowed to have anything that like history of restriction kicking in can make you a little bit avoidant. So just giving yourself permission of I get to decide how I want this to go. If sticking to healthy food only feels too restrictive, then that's okay, I can change it. I can choose to do it a different way. There's a million variations of gray between being super healthy and letting it be a free-for-all. All of them are valid choices. You get to make the choice. I teach inside Thrive Academy for physicians, the concept of empowering food decisions. And a really big key of this is I can eat whatever I want. And this is totally true. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast is you can have whatever you want. You can literally have as much of whatever you want. And that is the truth of our lives, especially living in North America. If I wanted to go have a chocolate bar, I could not only go have a chocolate bar at any time of the day or night, but I could go have as many as I wanted. I could empty my retirement fund to go buy chocolate bars if that's what I wanted to do. Giving yourself that empowerment of like, yeah, I could go on vacation and eat everything and eat all of it and really enjoy it. That's the one side of the empowered food decision. Acknowledging that you have that choice. On the other side though is, but why might I not want to do that? So I have good reasons why I wouldn't get up in the middle of the night and go buy my retirement savings worth of chocolate bars. Partly because I would feel physically not good partly because I would like to be able to retire but there's reasons why and having empowerment in your food decisions and changing the experience of making your food decisions really is about having that two-sided discussion with yourself yeah I totally could do that I could just eat everything on this trip I could have all the special things but do I actually want to do that for right now in this trip is that actually what I want to do Having that conversation before you even start the trip is really important. Then number two is once you've set yourself up with how you want it to go, then you ask yourself, how do I support myself in this? How do I set myself up for success so that I can carry this plan out? So for our example is we generally eat low carb. And like I mentioned, these towns are smaller. So the restaurants don't have great low carb options, And so what that means is when we go on a trip like this, I'm thinking, okay, what stuff do we want to bring? What kind of lower carb treats and snacks can we bring so that we have them with us in the hotel room so we can use them for breakfast? If we need snacks, we can use them for that. We can eat them on the road trip. Also, though, thinking things like, do I want to order groceries? The last couple of trips I've done to bigger centers I just order groceries to the room the first day I get there and then I've got some low carb snacks, some cheese, different things that work for me and I don't have to worry that I'm not be able to find food that I like and that also works for me. And then make it fun and along the way stop and look for special things. So one thing my husband and I do on these road trips is we stop at small meat markets and look for interesting cured meats, cheeses, jerkies, things like that. And then we have that with us and we can have it as a charcuterie in the room without having access to like a full kitchenette. We can put out some interesting meats and cheeses and snack on them in the evenings. Sometimes that can be our dinner. Look at menus and get creative. So I'm a bit of a food dork. (laughs) And so I do this before we get to the place. I start looking at like, okay, what restaurants are in this community? If I've never been to the community, okay, which ones seem to have good low carb options that I'd be really excited to eat. But also then you can look at it and be like, okay, like how could I combine things in a way that they might not actually be presented on the menu that the restaurant will be able to do for me that'll work for me? Imagine restaurants might hate me (laughs) advertising this kind of stuff, but It honestly works really well and one of my favorites is shredded cabbage as a substitute for rice or noodles and just have them put whatever would normally go on the rice and noodles on top of shredded cabbage. That's a really easy low-carb swap and I love it. It tastes delicious or we went to a really good Mexican restaurant and instead of having the tacos you can get like the salad and then just get sides of the taco meat or you can get sides of the taco meat and some of the salsas. There's different ways to be creative where you still end up with a really good meal and yet feel like you're still sticking to fairly healthy food. I think along these lines too is when you want to have extras, make sure they're really good. So on this trip, we went to bakery where they made their own croissants and pan au chocolate and, That's something that I had. I don't often buy pastries, but I was like, ooh, like a tiny little bakery where you could tell it was really well done, worth it. And so I bought a chocolate croissant, loved it, really enjoyed it. But there were a lot of other sort of baked good situations where I said, no, it wasn't worth it. So again, it's not about saying I can't, but it's looking at, okay, I totally could, but is it really what I want? Or is it possible that there's a middle ground that's really gonna work for me without making sacrifices on either the enjoyment side or the health side. And that might take a bit of a learning curve. It might, like I've been doing this for years where I'm starting to figure out how do I navigate these different situations. So along the same lines as we come to number three is do your best, but give yourself some flexibility. There were lots of times on this trip where I thought I was ordering something reasonably low carb and it wasn't. (laughs) Like the sauce was super sweet, or different things like that. And instead of being upset and feeling like I didn't do it right, it's like, okay, it's just a factor of traveling. You don't have the same control over things. So focus on doing your best, but recognizing that there's gonna be flexibility, that you know, things aren't always gonna turn out in the way that you thought they would when you order something off a menu. You don't have access to know exactly what all the ingredients are and that's okay. It probably doesn't matter just focus on doing your best and trust yourself that that's good enough and then number four and this is really really important whatever happens just focus on getting back to your normal so even if you had planned one of those vacations where you're like okay I'm going to be extra careful I'm going to eat healthy and then something goes sideways and you end up doing the opposite all is not lost It's only lost if you make it mean that you've really messed up and you get down on yourself and you can't get yourself back to the healthy food. The simplest way to get yourself back to your healthy eating is to come home and be like, all right, now I just need to get myself back to my normal. I made choices, I really enjoyed that trip, and now I'm focusing on getting back to normal. Along a similar lines, you wanna think when you're working on getting yourself back to normal after vacation, What do you need to do to support yourself in that? So Saturday, the day before we drove home, I sat down and ordered groceries. So basically an hour after we drove home, the groceries showed up so that we've got a fridge full of fresh vegetables and the meals are planned. So it was taking a little bit of time out of my holiday to plan for the week, but it was worth it. So we've got fresh vegetables, fresh food to cook our meals from. The one thing I wish I had done is I didn't, plan my lunch today and so of course it ended up being like a busy morning hustling out the door the first day back and then the office was super busy saw a ton of people and so just didn't have the healthiest lunch due mainly to lack of planning so that would be something I could take away from and learn okay you know what next time not only do I need to have the groceries in the house but I need to order something that can be just kind of grab and go And what I told myself when I left the house this morning was like, okay, you know what? If the office goes a little bit long this morning, I'll be fine and I'll eat when I get home. And that's probably not the best tool for me. It's probably better to be like, you know what? I'm taking food. And if I finish my morning office on time and I'm able to eat the food at home, that's great. But if not, I've got something to eat while I work on my notes. That would have been better for me today. But it's all a learning curve. No matter how long you're in this game, there are going to be things that trip you up and that's totally fine. As long as you can be like, okay, I'm just getting back to my normal and I can learn from every single thing that happens. You can look back at how that trip went and be like, okay, what things really went well? What things do I want to change next time? What things would I do differently? And learn from it, constantly evolve. Like I said, this is skill development, It is not a win-lose situation. It's constant skill development. You get better the more you think of these as skills and the more you practice them as skills. Vacations are one challenge that you will repeatedly encounter in your weight loss journey. And the reality of managing your weight long-term is there are a lot of different challenges you are probably going to encounter. And like I talked about, approaching each one as a skill as, okay, I just need to figure out how do I be in the break room when there's chocolate sitting there every day and choose to not eat them most days. That's a skill. It's all just skills. And this is what we do inside Thrive Academy for Physicians is I really help you break down your biggest weight loss challenges into just, all right, what skill is this and how do I help you learn it? And not only that, but we've changed the discussion Instead of just like, how do I learn this skill to not do this thing at any cost? It's about how do I develop the skill in a way that really honors you as an individual so that you enjoy what you're doing for weight loss and you have confidence that you can keep doing it. That's the difference in sustainable weight loss. If you like what you are doing to lose your weight, if it feels good and it fits into your life, it will be sustainable. If you are a physician and you are ready to do weight loss differently, if you are sick of the diets, you're sick of feeling restricted, you're sick of being on and off and constantly obsessing about food, then I can help. Come join me inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. You can apply by heading over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash intake. It's a simple questionnaire. It just gives you an opportunity to tell me a little bit about yourself and starts a no obligation process where you and I can actually talk directly about what your needs are and how I can best help you reach your goals. So head over to weight for physicians.ca forward slash intake to submit your application and start the process so you and I can talk. All right, have a fantastic day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.